0: You are listening to the World of Games Podcast. Guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be in this big blue marble we call Planet Earth. How are you doing, everyone? Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> you know, first I'm going to start off by telling you what happened with Wednesday's episode and why I did it. Uh put one out. And it's pretty much because I pulled a bonehead move and forgotten to bring the one essential thing I really need to get the podcast going off, and that's my microphone. I brought my computer and everything, but I didn't bring my microphone. I was just so distracted. I had other things. I was focused in on trying to get some work done on my laptop. Uh, It was more important than putting out an episode of of a podcast, you know. It it just... (laughs) I was just really wound up in thought, and when I finally got to where I was going, I realized it wasn't, my microphone was not in my backpack, and so I tried to do it with my Google Pixel 4 phone, and the sound quality is pretty good, but when it comes to wind, I don't have any foam or anything to protect it from picking up the wind that was blowing, and so I did a whole episode, it was, it had some, I had some pretty good stories But now they're kind of outdated, it's a couple days old, so I'm not going to really talk about them. It was just kind of, you know, just kind of off-the-cuff type of freestyling type of podcasting. And so, I don't know, I finally got the microphone, I do have it today, but now (laughs) I had forgotten to bring the base of the microphone to attach to it, to to keep it upright. So now I have this microphone, I have the microphone, but now it's leaning against my backpack. But nonetheless, I'm here. I finally got my microphone, and uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, You know, there's a weird thing that's going on out here. I'm at the local park nearby, and uh, there's this group of people. There's about, I would say, probably about 50 people that are walking around this this park. Everywhere in this park, this park is huge. And many of them have telephoto, what do you call it, telescopic lensing. You know, these really long, long... Uh, lenses, you know, for, you know, zooming in and everything like that. I don't know the technical term right off the top. I'm kind of distracted with the stupid siren that decided to go, decided to go off while I'm talking. 911, what's your emergency? But anyhow, they're, um, walking around here. They're looking for a rare bird sighting. Uh, it's called the, what, is, what the hell was it called? The Weird K K <laughs> Wobbler. It's a wobbler. That's all I know. It's something core or k wobbler ca something i don't know i could look it up i'm not gonna do that right now so i guess the sighting was posted on facebook and now everybody and their mother is out here looking for this thing i talked to the lady and a couple of people actually about it and uh, yeah, they were just telling me the same thing that it's you know for birders it's a it's a big event and uh, it's just crazy there was a one old couple that popped out of this really thick, dense brush, which I found you know, kind of strange. I've never seen any... It was, it was weird just watching them old people just pop out of the bush, you know. And I really didn't put one and one together, but uh, I guess they were just in the bush. Well, I don't know what they were doing in the bush. I don't really want to know, but I'm just going to assume that they were looking for the wobbler, <laughs> okay? I'm not going to make any more jokes on that, but... Yeah, it, it, there's a lot going on around here, so pretty cool. I'll be on the lookout for the wobbler. They look, it, when I looked at the bird, the bird looks like one of these birds that jumps up on my feeder and, and feeds off the thistle seed. Uh, so I don't know, maybe the the so-called rare wobbler uh, pays me a visit every day. I don't know. <laughs> I asked her if there's any money involved. I mean, if you get a picture, can you sell it for a lot of money or something? I, they go. everybody goes, no, no, no. It's just pretty much, you know, just, it, I guess it's like a treasure hunt for people, so. Who knows? I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm hearing a lot of sirens. Something is jumping off way across the way. I'm kind of surprised. This mic—this is a really good microphone. It's a fine, f i f i n e microphone, and it picks up shit from far away. It's a really cool microphone. I like it. Uh, I recommend it if you're a low-budget podcaster like myself. But anyhow, let me go ahead, take a break, and... I don't know. Let's see what's going on this afternoon or this morning. Actually, I'm here doing it early. Well, no, it's almost afternoon. (laughs) It's almost 11. We'll just check out and see what's going on this afternoon, all right? I'll be right back right after this. Alright, let's jump into some headlines this morning, or this afternoon, 11 o'clock my time, that's Pacific Standard Time, and see what's happening. I'm just going to click here on Google News and take it from there. First thing that jumps out is Kabul airport desperation some Afghan state despite terror attack eyewitnesses say. That's reporting from Fox. Taliban is embarrassed heavily by ISIS-K attack overwhelmed curting for civil war terrorism experts say yeah that place is going to turn into one big fucking hot zone of terrorism i mean you got guys fighting for territory especially with all that fuck what 85 billion dollars worth of armament (laughs) yeah they're going to fight each other for that shit the winner of that shit will go on to be wealthy and powerful. That's what's going to happen. The civil war in Afghanistan will begin, and the poor people of Afghanistan, uh, let's just pray for those people. Seriously, let's really pray for those people. And let's pray for our people as well, our, our troops as well as our civilians. Fucking Biden. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. Uh, let's see. Florida judge throws out Governor Ron DeSantis' order prohibiting masks in schools. And so that debate still goes on. The OnlyFans ban and a reversal was a slap in the face to its creators. I think that's because they were banned from putting explicit content on their website. I don't know. I never visited the site. I heard about it, but I don't know. Tweets his own. And right here it says, Ida expected to hit Gulf Coast as Category 3 hurricane is significant threat to New Orleans. Oh, my God. Uh, First, my prayers to everybody down in New Orleans. Uh, (laughs) This has got to be some kind of shit for some of the people that remember Katrina back in the day. Uh, I'm praying for you guys. You know what worries me even more is not so much the hurricane, but the aftermath. And I don't mean the flooding. I mean how Biden is going to handle FEMA. And is FEMA competent to handle disaster if if something happens? You know what I mean? It's just uh, a little concerning to me. And so my prayers definitely go out to you guys. Uh, Afghan refugees welcomed in South Korea, Britain, and other countries. And that's reported by Washington Post. Okay, well, that's good. like to hear that. Um, it says here, this is Washington Post also. Trump says his administration killed, quote-unquote, bigger terrorists than Osama bin Laden. I am the chosen one. He could be right about that. China plans to ban U.S. IPOs for data-heavy tech firms. And, oh yeah, here's another one. Supreme Court blocks Biden administration's latest ban on evictions. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. For- Finally, we're getting some justice. Man, I'm telling you, this whole moratorium, this, this landlord, or, or this eviction moratorium, I should say, has been a nightmare for me personally. Ever since this pandemic, I've had jackass, a jackass neighbor behind me making all kinds of fucking noise. He'd have all kinds of fucking parties, not once a week, uh, but twice a week. And he would sit there and he would invite all the people that he knew in the apartment building. He used to have wild ass parties in another apartment before he moved in behind me. Uh, he moved in right as the pandemic hit and uh some of the people even even uh the people that attended his parties one person actually works for the property and at one point when they find the management finally came back to on site to the property i went to him and discussed with them how what was going on and it took nearly four or five months to shut him up so uh He's been a problem, but still to this day he's a big ass problem. And I think he was just pretty much not being thrown out by management. He's pretty much grifting off of this whole moratorium thing because him and everybody else around my complex are just hanging around doing absolutely nothing. And uh, it's it's kind of interesting because in the last uh, month or so, people were talking about that the whole federal unemployment insurance bullshit that they were you know basically it's. Just, It's socialism. But uh, now everybody's scrambling. They're uh, getting out of their house more. It looks like they're looking for work because uh, there's a lot of fights breaking out now. Not because they're uh, stuck at home with each other. I used to hear all the time during the pandemic. But now they're straight up. (laughs) They're going at, at each other's throat over where the hell they're going to get their money from. You know? But me, I find it amusing. I have to admit, I find it amusing because they gave me a year and a half of pure hell. And uh, it looks like these motherfuckers aren't on their way out because they're not going to be able to pay their bill. And thank you, Supreme Court, for making that happen. I could probably get some, uh, some rest. I mean, it's not 100% my place, but it's... <laughs> I'll tell you, those two people that lived behind me, those partiers, those meth heads and drunks... Looks like they could be on their way out. So thank you, Supreme Court. I just had to throw that story in, (laughs) okay? But when I come back, I've found a couple of stories I'm gonna get into. One of them is mystery donor covers funeral costs for the victims of Tennessee floods. That jumped out at me. And I got one more. Eric Clapton appears frustrated with COVID-19 vaccine, on new song, This Has Got to Stop. (laughs) That's the name of it. So we'll get into both of those as well when I get back right after this. Afghanistan and pretty much that is the big story all around, all around the world, I should say. But I did find a few, as well as Eric Clapton, but I did find one more. It was a story I was trying to record Wednesday and it got screwed up with all the wind and everything and just sounded like shit. But I went back and I found it. And if you haven't heard about this one, it's about the kid, the baby, who was on the album of Nirvana's Nevermind album cover. And he's looking for a payday now. He wants to sue everybody. Courtney Love, Dave uh, Dave Grohl, Chris Neviselik. You know, those two were with the band. Courtney was his wife at one time. She made some money off of his name. She grifted. But <laughs> I'll leave that. I, I digress. I- I'm not going to de- uh, derail onto that issue, but... Yeah, it's an interesting story. I'm going to talk about that. But again, first, I do want to get into read this little bit of this mystery donor covers funeral costs for the victims of Tennessee's flood. And you know, again, we got so much negativity coming out of um, out of Afghanistan. I think it's kind of appropriate. I try to find some feel good, and this is definitely a feel good. I think. And it starts off, this is from the New York Post, an anonymous donor is covering the funeral costs for all all 20 people who perished in the catastrophic flooding in Tennessee over the weekend, a report says. The mystery man this week has visited multiple funeral homes in the state to pay for the services, the Nashville Tennessean reported. Humphreys County Funeral Home Manager William Brown told the newspaper that the donor, Came in on Thursday to pay for the nine funerals that will take place at the location. The man told Brown he had been to the other funeral homes in the area for the same reason. In the city of Waverly, which is located within Humphreys County, 17 inches of rain fell on Saturday, shattering the state's 24 hour record of nearly four inches, according to the National Weather Service. And uh, show some funerals here heartbreaking video. Uh, pictures i'm not going to describe it but it does show the damage as well and there is a car <laughs> i don't oh my god floods man my god the whole home is just lifted off the foundation there's a car right through the living room window it looks like it was just kind of lifted up and placed into the house it's crazy looking wow but i thought that was pretty cool that and well, i'll show some pictures here of the funeral It Shows babies. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, you know, that's really sad I don't know if you guys ever been to a funeral for an infant a toddler a baby I have one time and it was it was really disturbing because um, Well first it's a very small coffin. That's that that's the heartbreaking visual of it. You know what I mean? But while I was there, you know consoling my friend it was his child um you know, I swear to God, I I don't know, maybe it was just me, or something, but I was looking at that box for a second, for a good hard second, and I thought I saw that thing move. And I told him about, I told a lot of people about it because I thought I was going crazy, and I, I wanted to know if other people had seen what I seen. It, it looked like it rocked or something. I don't know if it was an or hopefully it was an earthquake, and I wasn't going nuts, but it was pretty crazy. It, it's I don't know. Somebody told me that it could be the nerves in the body or something like that. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a biologist. I don't know how that goes. I don't work at mortuary, so I can't tell you. But it was just very creepy. Uh, it's very heartbreaking to see such a tiny little casket. So my prayers definitely go out to everybody out there. Really heartbreaking pictures. So. But again, you know, the sky covered all the costs. I think that's absolutely wonderful. So. God bless that guy. Good job. So here's one I wanted to tap into real quick. Clapton appears frustrated with COVID-19 on the new song of his. It's called uh, This Has Got to Stop. And it says in what appears to be his latest salvo against COVID-19 vaccinations and the lockdown, Eric Clapton has surprise uh, released a new single, This Has Got to Stop, with an accompanying animated video that also addresses climate change disaster. (laughs) Jesus, I didn't know he was all about that. A bluesy shuffle, this has got to stop, appears to reference some of the medical issues that Clapton said he experienced after receiving an AstraZeneca vaccination earlier this year with what he claimed were disastrous results, quoting, my hands and feet were either frozen, numb, or burning, he wrote, at the time. As he sings in This Has Got To Stop, I knew that something was going on wrong when he started laying down the law. I can't move my hands. I break out in a sweat. I want to cry. I can't take it anymore. In the chorus, he sings, this has got to stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer. I think what it was supposed to say is bullshit any longer. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. So yeah, he's got a definite opinion about it. And why shouldn't he? You know? I mean, if it gave him a side effect like that, it could have took him out. Who knows? Written by Clapton, the song features drummer Sonny Emery and longtime Clapton bassist Nathan East and backup singer Sharon White and was produced by uh, Simon Clemmey, Excuse me, another part of Clapton's team. A spokesperson for Clapton said there were no plans at the moment for a full album to follow. Oh, okay, so it's just a single. Okay. Alright, so he wasn't, you know, trying to grift an album. He was was definitely putting it out there. He had a strong opinion about it. Okay, I got it. I follow him. The video includes images of people turned into marionettes or staring zombie-style at their phones, politicians or government officials addressing crowds and others holding signs that say liberty and enough is enough. It also includes an illustration of Jam for Freedom and, and the anti-lockdown UK street performer group that Clapton supports, as well as imagery of a world on fire with environment, environment disaster. <laughs> Jeez. Starting with Stand and Deliver, his recent collaboration with Van Morrison, this has got to stop ties in with Clapton's recent and controversial comments about the pandemic lockdown In July, Clapton announced he would not perform on any stage where there is a discriminated audience present. Clapton's U.S. tour, which is confined to mostly indoor arenas in the South, is scheduled to start September 13th in Fort Worth, Texas, before wrapping up September 26th in Florida. Well, I'm going to tell Mr. Clapton something. Don't come to San Jose because this morning they just announced at the SAP Center that they were going to ask people for proof of vaccination to attend all events, which has me livid. I mean, I am just out of my mind with anger. Okay. This <laughs> I am not kidding you. I go to San Jose shark games. That's going to that. That's going to just screw up my life right there. Because here's the thing. I'm not taking no fucking vaccine whatsoever. I got the antibodies. I don't need a fucking vaccine. If you want to take a vaccine after you have the antibodies, that is your God-given right. You can do whatever the hell you want. I do not slam you for doing so. But I have a problem with a lot of these venues, especially also the Fox in Oakland, the Fox Theater in Oakland. They're doing the same goddamn thing. A lot of great shows go through there, and a lot of great shows come through the SAP because nobody's really doing a damn thing over at the arena. And San Jose is bought and paid. I yeah, I have a feeling because it's basically owned by Santa Clara County or the city of San Jose. And they're just bought and paid by Google. You know what I mean? And so now all of a sudden, now they're imposing this segregationist type of style of proof of vaccination. You know what I mean? They're not my fucking doctor. You know, it, it's just bullshit that they ha- they're requiring you to <laughs> show proof. I mean, I go there for not only just the, the Sharks games, but the problem I have is that not only do I go to the sharks games but I also go to concerts there and uh, while I do go there for you know you know see a band or something and, and enjoy their music and such me being a single guy I go there to pick up on uh, ladies you know <laughs> it's hey I'm not going to lie to you I'm not going to BS you but you know I don't go up to ladies at any concert I never have and asked them you know just in case I plan on spending some time with my new friend right I don't ask them for any type of proof that they're negative for AIDS or anything like that. Or you know what I mean? You, you just don't go up to strangers and ask them uh, for proof of their medical history or anything like that. It's just ridiculous. And to have a place like the SAP Center, uh, Fox Theater, any of these places, Vegas, any of these places. I hear Vegas is doing it as well with their casinos. Uh, the Raiders and the Legion Stadium, those morons, they're pulling that shit too. I mean, it's segregation. To me, it's just modern-day segregation. I don't see what the benefit is. I think they're just trying to be politically correct. I I just don't get it. I mean, you're alienating a lot of people that feel like they don't want to take the. They don't have to. You don't have to do anything. And to take away simple joys in people's lives just because they won't submit to some sort of medical... I mean, it's illegal to ask people to do something. The government has no right to intrude and tell you you have to take a a certain medicine. They have no right to do that. It's unconstitutional. It's unethical. It's immoral. It's just crazy. And we're allowing it. People need to, like myself, I, I tweet about this shit all the time, man. Uh, I, in fact, this morning, I tweeted out to the SAP center calling them segregationists and everything. Man, I, I was just not down with this kind of shit. I mean, this fucks up my San Jose Sharks gaming. You know, I love going to those games. I'm not going to go to those games. You know, now they're telling, I think they're reporting to on the local media that they're going to go ahead and pretty much tell everybody if they want their money back and they bought season tickets, they can have their money back. That's how they're treating this. If you, don't, if you don't have a vaccine, you're not coming to the games. You're not coming to any of our venues. If you've already paid for a ticket, we'll just give you your money back. Good luck in life. You know, that's how it comes off to me, though. Here's the story I wanted to read to you guys that I never got around to telling you Wednesday. And I'm going to finish up with this. It's uh, This is a feel- <laughs> it's a pretty funny story uh, from the New York Post. Legal experts trash child porn claim over Nirvana Nevermind album cover. And right off the top, it shows a guy. It shows the baby all grown up, the guy who is the baby. He's a grown man now, and... <laughs> He's he's just this. I mean, he's naked. He's but he's dressed with it with some shorts on. So uh, like, you know, he's not going to show his junk nowadays. But and it goes like this: the man who appeared as a naked baby on the cover of Nirvana's smash breakthrough album should have said never mind to the idea of filing a child porn lawsuit over its iconic cover. Some legal experts said Wednesday, lawyer Jamie White. Who represents thousands of survivors of child childhood sexual abuse called the case brought by Spencer Eldon, now 30, just outrageous on so many levels. Uh, quoting, "I've never seen more offensive, frivolous lawsuit in the history of my career," said White, whose clients include people victimized by pedophile priests, Boy Scout leaders, and notorious ex-U.S.A. Gymnast, uh, gymnastics team doctor Larry Nassar. Wow, that's pretty uh, notable. Uh, Quoting, not only do I think the lawsuit will hold water, I think the attorneys will be scrutinized for even filing this thing. Quoting, not only do I not think this lawsuit will hold water, I think the attorneys will be scrutinized for even filing this thing. He said, White, whose firm is located in Okemos, Michigan, I hope I pronounced that right also called the suit really offensive to the uh, to the true victims of child pornography saying that the people that traffic in this garbage do it for sexual gratification the idea that the nirvana album is the the purpose of gratification sexually is just such a ridiculous outrage, he said, quoting, this is a money grab and I would look for a court dismiss because it's frivolous and it really is offensive to what we have all been doing in trying to protect children from the harm they are alleging here, White said. In legal papers, Eldon now 30 claims the photo of him as an infant underwater in a pool, seem, seemingly swimming after a dollar bill on a fishhook, violates a federal law that lets victims of child pornography collect at least $150,000 from everyone involved in creating the filth. <laughs> his California fe- oh there you go his California federal court suit targets 15 defendants, including Universal Music Group, Late Leitner- Le- Alert. Late Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain, who killed himself in April 1994, and his widow Courtney Love, as well as former Nirvana band members Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, Chris Noleselik, and Chad Channing. Fordham Law School professor James Cohen said he'd be surprised if the suit survived a defense motion to dismiss. The context does suggest that it's pornography, he said, of the photo shot by Kurt Weddell who's also among the defendants. Quoting, I think that, it, that it's a frivolous lawsuit, and I predict that it will not go anywhere, he said. It wouldn't even go to a jury. If the case does manage to go, try, go to trial, Cohen added, a jury will see this as a rather pitiful attempt for Spencer to make a buck, and would reject it out of hand unless the judge instructs them as a matter of law that they have to find some damages. But lawyer Jeff Heman whose Manhattan firm recently filed around 1,400 suits under New York's Child Victims Act, said, in terms of what is being alleged, I think it's a well pled complaint, and I think it will be a question of fact for the jury as to whether or not the album cover fits the definition of pornography. Oh, hell no! The fact that there is a choice to put a naked baby exposing his genitals to me suggests that there was this pr- this purient prurient reason to do that to be shocking he said i don't know why you know that's the first time i ever heard of that word so excuse me P- prurient Pru- prurient <phone rings> whatever <laughs> my apologies if my grammar isn't perfect today uh, herman also said he understood how eldon feels quote-unquote harmed by having appeared in his birthday suit on the cover of the iconic 1991 grudge album which reportedly sold more than 30 million copies. One of the difficult things about child porn is that once it's out there, it's out there, he said. In this case, it's out there like there was nothing inappropriate about it, he said. The experts also differed on Eldon's decision to famously recreate the Nevermind cover while wearing bathing suits five years ago, with White calling it quote-unquote certainly relevant while also noting that it's not super unusual for abuse survivors to defend the abuser and then later on say this is really wrong. Herman said it may matter to his damages, but in terms of whether it can illicit material, the standard isn't what the victim thinks. And Cohen said, of the follow-up photo, I'm not sure that it makes much difference because I think that there is a high likelihood that a judge is going to bury this. Uh, And it goes on. It's just a long, long drawn-out article. My take on it is, this is not the actual article I read Wednesday. This is a little bit different. It's more of an updated version. But in the last article, and it was from the New York Post also, it did uh, speak of him talking he was I guess he this kid was interviewed and he was saying yeah you know when I was in my 20s and my teens and my 20s it was great because you know I'd meet girls and such and such I mean I mean come on if you're the guy that was on that famous album cover. Who gives a shit if you're naked? I mean, obviously you're a baby and you're, <laughs> things are going to be a little bit different anatomically, you know, as a 30-year-old. So I wouldn't cry about it. I'd kind of just, you know, grift off it. I mean, not, you know, suing people and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, going out there and meeting, you know, meeting gals or whatever. And, you know, just making a name for yourself. I, I would think it would be kind of cool. I wouldn't want to sue anybody over it. I mean, a couple extra bucks and a thank you, a handshake would be nice, or you get to go to a free Foo Fighters concert every now and then, or something. <laughs> I mean, it just—it just—I think they're right. I think this is just frivolous. He's 30 now. He could have done this when he was 18. So there you go. Just a quick reminder: make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at the Real W O D on updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes, as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. Alright guys, that's all I got for you today. It is lunchtime, it is noon exactly, and I am thirsty as hell. (laughs) You probably can tell. By the way I was reading that long article about the nevermind baby, but uh, anyhow, yeah, I'm really parched. I forgot my water bottle, I am thirsty. The air is still smoky around here uh, because the fire's up north. I mean, not as bad as it was, but it's It's still a little, a little smoky. So, yeah, it's leaving my throat a little parched. I'm thirsty, somehow, so I'm gonna end it here. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. I'm done. I'm out here. I'm a ghost. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't make poor decisions like a, like a Joe Biden. Don't pull one of those moves. Uh, don't find yourself in jail. Uh, maybe Biden should do it. I don't know. I, I, I digress. But uh, you need to be around Monday and not in some sort of fucked up arraignment with a mask on. You need to be out free walking around and listening to this podcast Monday, all right? That's what you need to be doing. That being said, I'm done. Have a great weekend, guys. Peace out.